six things that men do that I cannot explain. We're going to have some fun with this one. Drop the beat. Let's get to it. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. You are listening to the Mind of Mike J podcast. I have been away for a while, and I apologize for that. It's been a busy month for me. There's been just been a whole lot going on, and I unfortunately don't have time to get these out as often. As I've said often, I don't have the time to get these out as often as I would like. But today, fortunately, this week is not one of those weeks. I am finally back with another episode and this time again what I wanted to talk about is just six things this is just something I was randomly thinking about I'm not sure what sparked it I was thinking earlier this week I was like you know us men the thing I like about being a man is we can explain pretty much most of the stuff we do in regards to how we think and and things of that nature I feel like I feel like women have always, women do stuff and they know it's irrational and they know it doesn't really make sense and they'll even acknowledge it, but, and that's just how they are, you know, we love and accept them for it, but men, I've always taken pride in the fact that everything we do, regardless of how stupid it seems to other people, when you see dudes, the obsession with video games like Fortnite and Call of Duty, when you see guys... Uh, going berserk and being like being all being all kinds of gung-ho and passionate about their sports teams um to when you see guys like you can explain it seems weird to it seems weird from the outside but I feel like you know what as men I can I understand it and I can kind of explain our thought process and what's going through our heads at the time and we do a lot of this stuff but I noticed in the process of trying to, in the process of, you know, thinking about these kind of things, I came up with what I feel like, and it's not a lot, but there are a select few things that us, the male species, almost, I'm not going to say all, I don't speak for everybody, but I'm going to say there are things that I find most if not a significant amount, let's let's go with that. There's a significant amount of men, if not all to most men, that do these things that I'm about to read off on this list. So I'm going to go over these real briefly with you in no particular order, starting with number one. Silent scan. All right, so number one is sniffing your fingers. Um... Yeah, I, I I can't really explain that one. Dudes just love sniffing their fingers, like, and it, and it, it won't even be like a good smell. Like I know when I used to play ball in high school, um, dudes would you know you you're standing around with your or football. I know football, for example. I remember playing football, little league football as a kid, and they used to teach us whenever we were practicing and it was cold. The coaches would tell you, oh, you know, if you want to stay warm, you know, just put your hands down in your crotch. And sure enough, every without fail, every single time, you'd see a whole bunch of guys with their hands in there, sitting around with their hands around their junk, trying to stay warm. Without fail, always be that one guy just 
just would smell his fingers real quick. And it would, I, I, I don't know where that comes from, but I see a lot of dudes do it. Anytime it's some nasty stuff on your, on your finger, dudes just like sniffing fingers. I don't know what that is. I don't know where it comes from, to be completely honest with y'all. Um, it's, it's kind of nasty, but I, I swear all, all men do it. All men sniff their fingers when they probably shouldn't. And on that note, that is actually going to bring me to the second one, which is silent scan. The second one, I am going to go with number two, making your friends smell something bad. I, this is another one that I'm kind of, regardless, and every man can attest to this, for some reason, whenever we, we can smell the, the foulest, just nastiest, most disgusting odor on the stench, just pungent, just all in your face, make you want to throw up type smell. And for some reason, the first thing we think is not, oh my God, that's the worst thing I've ever smelled. Let me uh, put it out and make sure. No, 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 we don't do that. The first thing we as men think is who else, what, where's the, where's the first, who else can I share this with? Where's another man that I can share this disgusting, wretched, horrid smell that I just smelled? Every man has seen that. Every man has, has, every man has either done this or been around a man that's done this. You got something. It's just, oh my God, that's, that's the most horrible thing I've ever smelled. Oh, that's disgusting. I can't believe anyone would do that. Hey man, smell this. As I swear, I promise y'all, every man has done that. It's another one that I can't really explain. Uh, we just we just do gross stuff, man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Anyway, number three. Silent scan. Draw, draw penises. Um, I don't know. I I don't know where. I don't know who started this. Like I don't know who was the first man to draw a a really really crappy replica of his privates and think it was funny but this has been going on for quite some time and I don't know who the first person to laugh at it was when the first guy to draw a poorly uh put together replica of his private parts was I don't know who the first guy was to do to to laugh at it and think that was funny but for some reason Again, this is something everybody has either seen, every man has seen or done this. Every single every single man. Another one that you don't see anybody you don't see women drawing pictures of their they don't see you don't see them drawing sketches of their lady parts all over other people. I, I don't understand why we why dudes think that's the funniest crap ever, why that's the first thing you wanna put on something. I don't know. It's like, oh look, you got a, you got a man's thing drawn on you. Like I don't, I don't get that at all. I don't think it's, um, it's for, but for some reason, or for some reason, we find it funny. It's like I said, I'm, I'm talking, I'm speaking to stuff that I'm not saying we, we necessarily shouldn't do it. I just can't explain what's, what's funny or entertaining about it. I really don't know where that comes from. I don't know where that started. It's one of those things like since the beginning of, it feels like since the beginning of time for my generation, um, 
you know, since middle school, we've just been drawing little pictures of pictures of Johnsons on stuff. I, I don't I don't get it. That's that's one I really don't have any answer for. Anyway, number four. Silent scan. Um, we got number four, cat calling and then insulting the woman after when you get rejected. This is not one I am not a I wanna go on I wanna go on the record right now and say that I am not a cat caller. I am not somebody that likes to I'm not somebody that really if you've ever been out with me, you you would see I don't even really come up to women like that. Not even like in a nice way. I just just not I don't really I just kind of mind my own business. I hang out in the corner, I do my thing, I have fun. I don't I don't engage in any kind of any kind of like yelling at strange girls and or pulling up on them in a car while they're walking down the sidewalk. That's that's not me. It never has been. But again, a lot of people know somebody that does it. You you do it yourself. You've been around it or you've heard stories. Every single person knows a guy that does it. And every single person has a story or knows of a story of some, yo, what's going on? Hey, sh- hey mama. Like I said, I don't even cackle. I don't even know what the lingo is. I don't know what dudes be saying. But, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. And then as soon as she's, no, no, thank you. I'm not interested. Oh, whatever. F you then. You ugly anyway. I don't get that. Why can't you just just move on? Just take your L and keep it moving. You're not going to get every girl you talk to. You're not going to get every girl you talk to, especially a strange one that you've never met. And right away you just walk up on them with this. With this, yo baby, yo shorty, yo sweetie, sweetheart, let me talk to you. What's your name? You know, but some people just ain't in the mood to talk. That doesn't make them a bad person. And how are you going to sit around and insult somebody that you were just trying to hit on? That doesn't make sense to me. I've never understood it. I've never been one to do it either. So, yeah, that's just weird. I don't know. Y'all need to cut that out. Anyway, number five. Silent scan. Um, number five is fight. For me, this is a, another weird one. Number five involves fighting when there's a bunch of women around. I don't, I don't get how, as dudes, you end up. I I think again, I'm a I'm a very laid back person. I'm not an aggressive person at all. Like I said, you got anybody that knows me when I go out. When I'm doing my thing, I don't, I'm not aggressive like that. I'm not, I'm not really much, I'm not confrontational. I'm obviously going to defend myself, but I'm not, I'm laid back. I'm chill. I'm not really worried about too much stuff. I'm not trying to find out who's disrespecting me or who did something that I don't like or who's looking at me the wrong way or something like that. But too many times, high school especially, I remember going to parties in high school Hundred girls in there, probably twenty something dudes, and you'd see like of the twenty dudes, three of them are are like in the mix. Like three of them are dancing with girls, talking to girl, having a good time. Rest of them are kind of just standing around, kind of nervous, like they want to talk to. The, it'd be like three. It'd be like three are in the mix. Another like. 10 are just, they're kind of standing around. They kind of want to get in on the action. They want to maybe mingle and socialize a little bit, but they're just shy or nervous or whatever the heck. And then 
there'd always be that that last five, six, or seven just be focused on other men and a whole room full of women. Now, if you're in, and, they, and these would be straight men. Now, if you know, if you're the other way, if you go the other way, that's fine. That's your business. That makes sense. But I don't, I don't get the point of coming to. Dudes will come to parties, sit against a wall, and just look at, and just stare at other men all day, just waiting on some shit to go off, waiting on some stuff to happen, waiting on somebody to look at them the wrong way. When I, I don't, I don't get that. How do you, how you, how are there, God knows how many women in the room, there's a hunt, you're outnumbered five to one in a room full of women, you end up fighting. That doesn't make sense to me. It never has. I, I really don't, I really don't understand the, the obsession with other dudes as a, as a straight man and trying to like invite that conflict. Maybe, and some dudes are just aggressive. Maybe that's what I'm missing. Maybe I don't understand it. Because I'm really laid back. Maybe some dudes are just aggressive like that. I don't know. But speaking of speaking of aggressive, last but not least, silent scan. Everyone, ladies especially, can relate to this. This is us. I'm gonna go ahead and apologize on behalf of all men on this last one I'm about to give y'all. But number six, sending pictures of your genitals. This is this is probably. This is probably, again, this is, I'm not going to speak for everyone, and this isn't something you're going to catch me doing. This is something that I'm aware goes on. I am not sure what is going through the minds of men that do this, uh, but it happens at a pretty high rate from what I've heard from my, from my female, my good female friends. Uh, this is not... Um, I'm not sure what you're expecting to happen uh, when you send a woman, stranger or friend, anyone, man or woman. Um, what are you expecting to happen uh, when you send an unsolicited? I probably should have thrown unsolicited in there. So, you know, yeah, maybe some people get down like that. You know, obviously, if 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 somebody's on the other end asking, that's that's between y'all. Um, that's weird, still. But if it's but uh, yeah, the, the unsolicited point. I don't understand what is going through your mind when you do thing when you do that. I'm not sure what you're thinking. Um, well, I, I can kind of guess what you're thinking, but it's still like, what did you? What are you thinking is going to happen? Um, I I really want to. It's like I want to sit down and get in, try to get into the mind of dudes that send that send pictures of their private parts, but to an extent I kind of don't because I don't want to. I feel like I would just be I would just be scarred by, and I'm a man, and I feel like I would be scarred by the responses that I would get. I don't even, and like I said, I don't even know if this is something. This is something I can't explain. I don't even know if dudes that do this can explain exactly why they exactly why they do it. I think some dudes just do it hoping that the other girl will be will put it out there. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe if any ladies are listening to this, maybe the guys that are sending you these unsolicited photos are hoping that you will send it to all your friends and maybe one of them will be impressed or at the bare minimum will start thinking of them 
in a sexual way. I don't I don't know that it's I I don't understand it. Like I said, I'm the wrong guy to talk to if you're trying to really get to the bottom of this. Again, this is stuff that men do that I cannot explain. But that completes my list. Just wanted to go over that really briefly. We're going to take a quick break for halftime, and I will be right back to talk about ESPN and their dominant athlete list. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. That was halftime, and we are back with again. You are listening to the Mind of Mike J podcast. We just talked about the lovely, wonderful male community and the things that some of us do that I personally cannot explain that don't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, man, as a general rule, we are a left brain logical species, but there is a lot of nonsense that goes on in our community. Anyway, earlier this week, what I wanted to talk about before we get out of here, ESPN dropped a list of their 20 most dominant athletes. If you guys pay attention to social media, especially Twitter, um, or if you're, if you're a frequent ESPN's website, you have probably seen it. You have probably also seen the reactions, uh, and they have not been positive to this list. And for the most part, if you really want to understand what I'm talking about, you'll probably want to go and check it out just to see. But as a general rule, for those of you that haven't checked it out, or maybe I can just paint an idea for you, or for those of you that have seen it, you can probably relate to what I'm about to say right now. But basically, this list was supposed to be um, a ranking, 1 to 20, of the most dominant athletes of the last 20 years from 1998 to 2018, excuse me. Um, and I had a few issues with it. So really briefly, the the first thing you will probably see, um, the first critique of this list that you will probably see is Peyton Manning is somewhere in the top 10. I want to say number three or number four. And near the bottom of the list, I want to say dead last at number 20, is none other than his arch nemesis, Tom Brady. Now, a lot of people had a problem with that. I'm assuming because Tom Brady had... I'm assuming because Tom Brady has a bunch of... has five Super Bowl rings, has been to eight, and he is widely considered the greatest quarterback of our generation and possibly of all time, and Peyton Manning... really, really earned one, really put in work to win one, and kind of skated and rode his defense to to a second Super Bowl right before he retired. Um, Now, what I want to say is, I didn't have too much of a problem with Peyton Manning over Tom Brady, and here's why. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the Patriots or anything like that, so I don't want to appear biased, but when I think of dominance, see, I don't take championship rings in a t- is a is the is a team in a team sport championships is a team accomplishment so if that is the first thing you throw out when you try to say somebody's better than someone else to me i feel like you're you're already going down the wrong path okay when we talk about dominance 
We're talking about individually. We're talking about individual ability. We're talking about to me the first thing I'm looking for when I want to when I want to talk about dominance is is stats. Should there be some winning behind it? Of course. But and Peyton Manning was a winner. But I'm talking but Peyton Manning from a statistical standpoint runs circles around Tom Brady. Yards, the career yards, the career touchdowns, uh completion percentage was, you know, making thrown for 4,000. He was doing stuff at the time that we had hardly ever seen. Putting up 4,000-yard passing seasons just like it was nothing. Uh, six, but Throwing six touchdown passes in a game. I know he did that multiple times. We'd never, hardly ever seen that before when that had been done. Peyton Manning was one of the guys. I mean, this guy for years was doing stuff. That, that that first year with the Broncos had like the most prolific passing season ever. What was it? 5,600 yards? Set the record for yards and touchdowns or something like that? I don't know about touchdowns, but I'm pretty sure he set the single season record for yards that year. I mean, just unheard of stuff. Peyton Manning revolutionized the quarterback position. Let's make that very clear. No, he didn't win as many Super Bowls as as Tom Brady. But like I said, Super Bowls is a team accomplishment. A lot goes into that, and I'm not trying to take away from Tom Brady. I think we confuse dominance with success. People do the same thing with Michael Jordan, even though I do think Michael Jordan was a dominant player. But people throw out his but a lot of folks will throw out his championships and I'm like that makes Michael Jordan successful that doesn't make him dominant necessarily his stats now when you look at Michael Jordan's career averages and things of that nature that's what makes you a dominant player when you are on the field or when you're on the court how clear is it that you're the best guy on the field that's what I'm talking about and I feel like almost damn near every time Peyton Manning just seemed to be in another league and on another level, and I could, and I would, and I think I, you can make the argument that he was head and shoulders above his his competition more so than Tom Brady was. I, that's that's just me. It's just my opinion. That's just what I saw there. Now the whole list kind of went to crap when Michael Phelps was left off. Out of all these athletes. You do not see Michael Phelps's name appear once. And I had a problem with that. 20-something gold medals. I think he got eight in one Olympics. I mean, the Michael Phelps for dominated, dominated swimming. I mean, the, pretty much any, you could throw the guy in any event, freestyle, backstroke, butterfly, um, medley. I mean, guy was untouchable. Master of all disciplines. Most decorated Olympian possibly ever. And he doesn't even make the list? I mean, number one or number two, not have to be number one or number two, but to not even make the list, I had a problem with that. Serena Williams, I thought, should have been a lot higher. Serena Williams makes an appearance on the list. Serena Williams has been going on I mean, this is a list of the last 20 years, and for all 20, Serena Williams has been 
one of the top two or three tennis players in the in pretty much in the entire world. She dominates doubles. She won a tournament when she was pregnant. I mean, come on. Super, I mean, Serena is superwoman. Okay? And when you watch her play, she's just overwhelming. That's dominance. You watch you watch Serena Williams play. Some of them poor girls she's playing against can't even can't even see her serve when it comes off the when it's coming off her racket. That's what I'm, that's dominance, intimidating. I'm clearly better than you type performances. Nobody in tennis, very few people in sports in general were able to put together those kind of performances like Serena Williams. Just throwing it out there, I thought Serena Williams was more was more I was high, I was honestly expecting Serena Williams to be top 5 and I believe I don't even know if she was top 10 to be honest. I have to go back and look at the list again. But she was not as high as I thought she should have been. Um Usain Bolt made the list, but I also thought should have been a lot higher. Usain Bolt has been the fastest guy on the planet for going on about 10 years, almost a decade. And I don't know how many people pay attention to track and field. The 100-meter sprint is supposed to be a carousel. You're not supposed to just keep on winning the 100-meter dash. The 100-meter dash, the fastest guy in the world, is, almost changes routinely. Usain Bolt has, has had a stranglehold on that title, like I said, for almost a decade. And some of his races, they're not even close. Some of his races, the guy's able to look backwards. I mean, I know there was that one famous shot of him at the Olympics where he's looking at the camera as he crosses the finish line. I mean, come on. No one's even touching this guy. He's breaking his own... He's competing against himself. Again, when we're talking about dominance, that's what I'm talking about. You're breaking your own records. You're not even really competing against anyone but yourself because that's how much far ahead of the competition you are. That is dominance to me. And again, when we're talking about competing at an Olympic stage against the entire rest of the world and running and sprints, track and field, the 100 meter dash, that's a solo thing. There's no team involved. I'm I'm going to, and for me on this list, I'm favoring the the single guys. I'm favoring, I'm. I'm favoring the guys that play the solo sports. That's why I had no problem with Tiger Woods being number one, even though Tiger hasn't really been that great of a player individually for quite some time now. He hasn't been the Tiger that we grew up on for quite some time. It wasn't the most dominant athlete of over the last... It wasn't the last... It wasn't the most dominant... Who had the best overall over the last 20 years. It was the most dominant athlete of the last 20 years meaning if you hit your peak we're ranking the athletes that hit the height of their careers sometime between 1998 and 2018 and Tiger Woods at his height was untouchable probably more so than anybody else one damn near every tournament I got no problems with Tiger Woods but Usain Bolt was that same kind of guy he was doing it on a world stage in an event that is notoriously hard to be a repeat champion in. Damn near impossible. He's done it for three Olympics running now. If anything beats that guy, it's going to be age. I mean, that's, that's, that, I felt like that he, he earned a higher spot than what he was given. Uh, Floyd Mayweather should have been lower. Talking about all these people that should have been higher. Floyd Mayweather, let me be very clear, Floyd Mayweather, Floyd, 
Why can't I talk? Floyd Mayweather deserved to be on this list. Floyd Mayweather, again, I, I, I got to look at the list again. I don't remember where he was, but I remember seeing his name and thinking he was a little bit too high. Floyd Mayweather, let's be very clear. Again, he does deserve to be on this list. He's, guys, 50 and 0. Guys started boxing in the 90s. When we, Like I said, when we talk about over the last 20 years, Floyd has been boxing at a high level since the cutoff, since the beginning of when this list was being made. And he has not lost to this day. No one's beaten him. He's having to dip into other... He's, he's changed weight classes... He's got guys coming in from other sports trying to beat him. They can't do it. Now he's got to go to someone. Now he's going to, apparently, UFC just to, just so somebody can beat him. Because no one, because it's not going to happen in boxing. So now he's going at 40-something years old. He's fighting guys damn near two decades younger than him just so, just so we can possibly see him lose. I mean, that's the kind of guy that we're dealing with. So I'm not... I'm not necessarily knocking Floyd, but Floyd Mayweather to me, and and I guess I'm, I'm falling into what I, I, and I usually defend Floyd on this one. A lot of people say Floyd just runs, which I think is an extremely ignorant and lazy way to describe how Floyd Mayweather fights. A ring's only but so big. You can't, you can't run from a guy. No, guys are swinging and they can't hit him. That's not running. That's just a guy being better at boxing than you are. That's what that is. So Floyd Mayweather is so gifted in that regard. He is he is so good at his sport that, you know, people gotta basically he's got people upset at him and making stuff up, saying stuff like he runs because they can't explain how he can possibly get in the ring with all these people and nobody can hit him. Um, but I think I think Floyd Mayweather, just his style. When I think of dom, when I personally think of dominant boxers, I think of guys like Mike Tyson. I think of guys one, two rounds in. If he lasts more than one round, I'm shocked. Kind of guys. When I think of dominant box, when I think of boxing and I think of dominance, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of a guy that you don't even hardly stand a chance in the ring with. You're gonna go the distance with Floyd Mayweather. But Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather is going to slowly but surely break you down. And like I said, I'm not knocking that. That's his game. It's preserved him. Guy looks great for his age. He's in good health. He's going to be like that more than likely for the rest of his life. God forbid something were to happen to him. So I get that. But like I said, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of guys. When I think of dominant boxing, I'm like I said, I'm thinking of guys like Mike Tyson in his prime. Early now go back and watch some fights from the early nineties with Mike Tyson. That's what I think that's dominant boxing to me. And again, just my opinion. I think Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, great athlete, thought he could have been a little bit lower. I thought some of the other people that came up under him should have been a little bit higher. But that's just me. Again, That is pretty much all I got for today. This has been the Mind of Mike J podcast. I appreciate everybody listening. New episodes every week for the most part. 
and I will be hopefully coming back to you guys next week with much more content. But in the meantime, everybody have a great weekend. I am signing off.